Yes, guys, welcome to a brand new podcast. I'm your host, Conan, and I'm joined here today by my little brother, Crew. So in case you guys did not know, I have actually two brothers, one older brother. We don't really talk about him much. He's a weirdo. And I got a younger brother as well, Cruz. Just do a quick little introduction. Imagine we're not brothers. I'm a stranger. Mm. How would you introduce yourself to me in just like nice and concise way? All right. Well, my name is Cruz Katarski, part of the Katarski family. Hell yeah. Um, I'm a calisthenics athlete. So if you don't know what that is, is pretty much training your body with, or yeah, training with only your body weight. So doing cool stuff like planche, front lever, and then mainly doing like push-ups, pull-ups, stuff like that. Um, I'm also an ACE certified personal trainer, similar to you, and then um, I just do content creation around calisthenics, fitness related stuff, Uh, I coach people, and I love my dog. Awesome. We got a little Dakota. Where is she? She's on the couch. She's on the couch. So anyway, Cruz, obviously us both being in the fitness niche, Mm -hmm. as you guys know, I enjoy doing the whole bodybuilding type of thing, mainly lifting weights. Whereas you like to do something a bit, a bit strange using body weights, yeah. calisthenics, right? So what kind of got you like into that in the first place? Oh. Because obviously I am two years older than Cruz's and I'm assuming, I'm not assuming, but I'm just asking like, was I like an influence to you like starting your own fitness journey? And how did you gravitate towards the whole calisthenics thing instead of like the traditional like weightlifting kind of route? Um, I would say, you, I don't think you influenced me. Did to, I not? To, did, not to become, did your older brother not inspire you to work out? Not to work out, but damn, I think our whole family is just because we were so fit forever for like since the start. I think we've always just had like training in our blood. Yeah. Um, but you definitely did inspire me to like get started with um, social media. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, on. yeah. Okay. So to actually get started with fitness, I was in uh, I was in high school, and then in grade eight, I had this Korean friend named Luke, who's mm. an exchange student. So he flew in for a couple months, and then he was like, he was a skinny guy, just like me. This was fourteen or when we were fourteen, grade eight, first year in high school. We got pretty close as friends. A few months later, he flies back to Korea. Mm. We don't really talk much. A few months after that, I see his Instagram, and he's doing like really basic beginner calisthenic stuff, like L sits, elbow lever. Was he into calisthenics when you guys met in person? No, he was just as skinny as me. Like oh, okay. he never got worked out before that. Um, so when he flew back, he got mm. into calisthenics without you know telling anyone. So he got really jacked, really strong. So I saw his Instagram. I'm like, holy, <laughs> you got to teach me. So I instantly DM'd him. I'm like, bro, Luke, do you remember me from grade eight? Mm-hmm. You got to teach me how you, like what you're doing because I didn't know what calisthenics was at that time. Right. Um, so he taught me. He sent me like his beginner workout. I started doing that in the basement down there every single day. I just did push-ups, pull-ups, like knee raises, crunches, and then eventually got stronger and stronger and started learning cooler stuff. Just like that. Okay, cool. So you never really had, or you never really wanted to like use the whole weightlifting kind of roots or like bodybuilding, powerlifting. You were mainly always since day one into just like mastering your own body weight. You would say. I would say, yeah. Like in our high school, we did have like a weight room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you went to the same high school. Um, but I went there like three or four times. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Murphy. Oh yeah, we went there. <laughs> I went there like three or four times, maybe like in the f- five years that I was in high school. Okay. Um, so yeah, after like grade eight, I really was there for like twice, didn't like it. So then when seeing Luke t- teaching me like all the bodyweight stuff, I don't know, something that really caught my eye. I think I've always been interested in just being athletic yeah. more than big and bulky and muscular. Um, that's why I'm also starting to do gymnastics as well, because I just think it's cooler to do um, more stuff with your body than 
mm-hmm. just getting bigger muscles, right. in, my, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, we came from like an athletic background. You and I both played soccer most of our life. We played different sports as well. So mm-hmm. we definitely had like this whole sports type of thing um, from a very young age, right? And it's also cool how this whole fitness thing is very just like a broad thing because obviously you can do the, your thing, like mastering your own body weights, doing body weight type of stuff, calisthenics, and there's also like the whole bodybuilding thing, lifting weights, getting more stronger, jacked, this yeah. and that. And there's like this weird thing called CrossFit, which we don't really talk about, right? Um, so obviously you started in around grade eight, grade nine, you'd say. And then when did you start to almost like, um, not transition, but just start posting almost like your progress to social media and just like get, sharing like tips on your Instagram account? Oh, um, I didn't start posting for, I don't know, like the first year. Because like the, the first time I started doing calisthenics, I was really like on and off. Like I w- for the first couple months, I was really doing every single day. But I wasn't really seeing too much progress because I was just I wasn't really progressively overloading, mm-hmm. especially with the calisthenics. It's a bit more um, difficult to do it. Yeah, it's a bit different, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, you have to like change the variation. But I didn't know I had no knowledge, mm. so I wasn't really progressing. I was getting better at push-ups and pull-ups, and that's really about it. But I didn't really dive too deep into like how to build more muscle with it. Um, so I think the first post was when I did three. When I did my three months of calisthenics, I did like a mirror selfie. Oh, right. Yeah, and we, then... all, we all start with mirror selfies. <laughs> That's how it all starts. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I just started posting random stuff maybe once a week. I would post like... Was this in grade 10 or when was this? Oh, this was like 2020. Oh, it's one, oh, so you, yeah, that it was, was only like two and a half, two and a half years ago. That was when you graduated, right? Yeah. So you were 18. Yeah. Because I was so on and off with calisthenics through high school. Like I, okay. th- I thought I was like top shit. But I was I was still a twig, just doing push-ups and pull-ups. Yeah. Um. So, I, like, I guess you can consider like that's when I started, but I didn't actually like get serious and like actually said, "All right, Cruz, you're actually going to start today. No more messing around." Would be like May eleventh, twenty twenty. In terms of the calisthenics, or in yeah, that's no, of... just like okay calisthenics and just focusing on getting really fit and strong with calisthenics. So three months after May eleventh would be. The first post, and then I just started doing. Um, I think the first video was me doing a back clap, so I like exploded oh, okay. up and did a back clap. And then I had one of my friends sent me a video, video of him doing it right after I posted it, and he like landed flat on his face. Oh shit! Because he thought it looked really easy. Um, it was Diego. Oh, Diego, classic Diego. So you'd say three months or after consistently doing calisthenics, you started posting on social media, posting yeah. content. Yeah. I myself don't really know many calisthenics athletes, or at mm-hmm. least maybe not, maybe because I don't, I'm not aware of it. But yeah. it's not really within my niche. But what almost like inspired you to start posting? just your progress and maybe some tips along the way as well. You obviously, I think you, I don't know how much bigger you were when you started or when I started. That, so 2020? Yeah. Oh yeah, I started in 2018. So uh, you're already like two Wait, years no, ago. I started, was it, are you sure it was 2020? Yeah. Okay, so I started in 2018, like late 2018, super inconsistent. Um, I remember at the time, 2020 in March, I was probably around 7,000 followers or something. But I've been doing it for almost like a year consistently then. Oh, okay, yeah, so... Yeah, that was definitely, I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's pretty cool. Because that's when Instagram was only pictures. There yeah. wasn't reels yet. Yeah. Um, and then you can do, like, the little videos. But mm-hmm. what inspired me, I, th- I think it was just you seeing your progress. And I'm like, because after high school, I really didn't see myself doing too much, like, career-wise. Like, I just didn't Especially like... Especially with, like, COVID hitting as well, right? Yeah. You were I, stuck we at home. Even, yeah, we didn't have a graduation, which was pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> we had, like, a video on the TV. Damn. Um, but, yeah, I just... I think in grade 10, I thought I wanted to be like a vet, vet a veterinarian. 
Um, but after a couple of years, I was like, fitness is just my thing. And then I see you seeing, getting some progress with social media. So I just thought, I could, go, I could do that too. So you thought you could be like a, almost like a fitness influencer? Was that kind of like your roots? Or did I just you... like content creating. Okay, so, so you did... I'm not like, I don't like fitness influencer. That's a weird term. Cause I'm not, I don't like influencing people, but I think just through content creation and doing cool videos, tips and tricks. Sometimes I do that on YouTube, but not really too much on Instagram. Um, and people just watching you kind of inspires them. So you're, you're yeah. kind of influencing them through. You're indirectly. Almost, indirectly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, for sure. For sure. So obviously you're in a good spot right now. You have around 27,000 followers now after two years of consistently posting. Yeah. Almost three years now. I kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My algorithm sucks right now too. I'm losing followers right now too. It freaking uh, sucks, but it is annoying. what it is. You can't really control the algorithm. Yeah. So what do you almost like see your future self doing? I know you kind of mentioned that you were starting to do online coaching now as well. What do you almost like kind of see in the next, let's say one year from now and maybe like five years from now as well in terms of like um, your calisthenics? Uh, fitness wise and also like business wise in terms of like doing the whole online coaching thing maybe dabbling in a couple other things what do you almost like see your future being as oh okay so one year from now calisthenics wise i just see myself doing what i'm doing right now hopefully i can unlock some of the skills that i'm working on right now um like straddle planche touch front lever um but besides that like i genuinely want to move out from here like living here in canada none of my friends do content creation they're all like doing their own stuff which is cool but i don't know i just i'm so alone in this yeah i really quickly wanted to say as well i noticed as soon as i moved out everything just like 10x for me mm. obviously like, there's a lot of people that lift weights here right but not a lot of people like do the whole content creation mm-hmm. and there's people starting to do it now i guess uh, maybe I inspired them, who knows, but I definitely noticed, and I've said this numerous times before my podcast as well, is that the people you surround yourself the most with will most likely to be the people you will be like, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, I know your friends, so I'm not going to name names, but I hope for you, especially as your older brother, that you don't, in like, it's good to have friends, of course, just hang around with this and that, have fun. But especially in your growing season, if you really want to like just like step up your game, I think it's absolutely crucial for you to, um, yeah, pretty much get out of this environment where it's like you're comfortable, right? You're at home, parents paying for this, doing that. Um, And I think almost just like to challenge yourself and get out of your comfort zone. I think moving out would be almost like your next step. And I guarantee you that you'll see so much growth just by simply doing that because you're almost like forced to like just try to figure it out as you go, right? Whereas when you're at home, it's like, oh, you can always like, fall back on something mm. right you know what i kind of mean with that yeah, yeah for sure so that's definitely what i want to do in the next one year i could definitely see myself not living here anymore mm-hmm. um that's why this year i'm gonna i still love you mom and dad but yeah i, th- I mean, even them like they, every once in a while they are like nudge me to be like oh so when are you moving out like, oh do they yeah okay so they, they're getting t- sick and tired of you as well Well, they want to get out of here They've yeah been living, we've been living here for 10 years so yeah that's definitely i want to like come visit where the houston texas Houston, right? Houston, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want to visit that this summer um, just to see what it's like. And then I'm also going to visit LA again to see what that's like again with some friends. Um, but in five years, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know. I think generally content creation is like my biggest passion, especially YouTube. Someone like Jesse James West, he's my biggest. One of my biggest inf- inspirations when it comes really? to YouTube. Yeah. I thought it would be someone like Brownie or something. Nah, I don't really watch him anymore. Jesse James West is just like, his videos just level up every single time. And it's just his energy is amazing. It's super inspiring. Yeah. And I've only been following him since like t- 250,000 followers. So that's 
That's when he started blowing up. He started blowing up when you started creating content, right? In 2020, after COVID? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, he's a big inspiration. So maybe in five years, I definitely see myself still making YouTube videos, getting better at him. Because right now, the f <laughs> my first like couple years of YouTube, my videos have been so dog shit. They're so bad. I can't even watch them. But I'm finally getting proud of like getting those videos out of the way. I'm actually honing the skills of like editing, filming, um, like marketing the videos yeah. and building a community. I'm finally getting a hold of that. I mean, we all start somewhere, right? Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, your like, first I'm... video is going to be your worst video, regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But you have to get them out of the way. Exactly. To do it. Exactly. So I'm proud that I'm, I got out of my shell and started making videos. Um, but yeah, now in five years, I can see myself just doing what I'm doing right now, just better and bigger, mm -hmm. still, getting, um, still getting stronger with calisthenics, getting more clients and getting better at online coaching. Hopefully, um, is your sorry is your main priority like YouTube? Would you say, or is it? I don't know. You're like TikTok as well. I hate TikTok, by the way. I don't like, and, like Instagram as well. I'm only doing TikTok because that's what kind of you have to do. Yeah. To, for like organic growth, but my my biggest and my favorite social media to grow on is YouTube, yeah. mainly because it's so hard. But once you've done it, or once you're like the connection you can make with an audio with your audience on YouTube mm -hmm. is so much stronger than on Instagram. Yeah. Because following someone on Instagram, you see like one like and then you can scroll well with youtube you're like invested in watching a video it's like you're actually gonna like your personality yeah right? exactly like if they don't like it they're never gonna subscribe they're not gonna watch another yeah. video but for instagram you can follow someone and if you just don't like their post you can just scroll by so it's yeah i just like youtube a lot more and i really want to spend more time getting better at youtube videos yeah you'll be the next jesse james west in terms of the calisthenics that's right hell yeah so obviously yeah, really quickly before we move on to the next topic i know for myself it was pretty easy to like know where to go because obviously alphaland is like the hub for fitness influencers fitness creators bodybuilders as well mm -hmm. there's a big realm obviously powerlifters go there too and just general people that are into fitness but there's like a hub for like calisthenics people i'm not really too familiar if there is I think there may be some calisthenics people at Elfland, but it's definitely um, not as popular. I think, at least. Maybe I'm not well, too familiar Well, it's just not as it. popular of a training style compared to bodybuilding. Because it's, it's freaking hard, right? <laughs> yeah, but also, I think just in North America, it's not as big as it is in Europe. Is it bigger in Europe? Yeah, like Germany and like Russia and like Ukraine, like all those countries. That's where all the strongest calisthenics athletes are. Right. Especially like Russia and Ukraine. Those are like some alien that sound it just sounds like they're just freaking strong yeah, yeah. well and also like with gymnastics it's a very german i think it started mm. in germany but um that's where it really got popular so that's probably branched out to other european countries so it took a really long time for it to come here that's why i'm like the only person i know in yeah. canada that trains calisthenics but like an actual hub i don't know i think it's slowly starting to grow Muscle Beach in LA is a mm. pretty popular spot, um, but I think just over time there's going to be spots where it gets popular. But I can't think of an actual direct spot that's like, oh, this is the calisthenics area. Now maybe you can start something at Elfland. Who knows? You're more than welcome to visit. Stay at my place. We'll make some content. Yeah, let's do it. If you guys have been listening to my podcast, especially the latest ones I've done, um, especially with my friend Rupert, he loves talking about this one specific topic. But Cruz, mm. you're 20 years old. Correct. And you've actually had a girlfriend since you were, what, 14? Same girlfriend since 14. The same girlfriend since you were 14. And so that's obviously a lot different from myself and from other people who obviously like sleeping around, dating around, and playing the whole like relationship game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, right? And so what is your overall just opinion on 
um, let's just say the dating and then also like your opinion on like um, relationships, having a girlfriend, this and that. I know it's probably different because you've like grown up with the girlfriend, mm -hmm. but how would you almost just like view this in particular? I know it's a tough kind of question I mean, to answer considering you only know one way, Yeah. but how do you almost like, what's your, just been your experience having a girlfriend for this long? Oh wow, that's a lot of questions thrown at me. Um, I'll try and tackle them one at a time, but... Be, Putting on her pressure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, so having a girlfriend for this long is definitely the coolest thing ever, especially like if you find the right girlfriend. That's what I was going to say, because I feel like you probably will not be with her for that long, no, but I'm assuming if you're with wasn't. the wrong person, <laughs> she would probably like bring you down and like not have you creating all the content, you the yeah, calisthenics, yeah. this and that, right? So it seems just from the outside that she's pretty supportive of what you do. Definitely. Um, I think, yeah, it's just like, it's so easy to have a girlfriend if she's the right person for you. Like, oh, you, dude, if she's the one for you, obviously it's going to be easy. Yeah, because like, she's kind of like, like your best friend for like, that you're just closer to. But yeah, like it's, I don't know when people complain about like, oh, it's such a drag to have like a relationship. Like it's so hard. You have to do all this stuff. But when you, when you truly have feelings for this one person, it's, it's just easy because you're doing it out of like true passion and love and you're not just doing it to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does totally make sense. That sounds yeah. so beautiful because obviously in today's society, it's like the whole red pill, blue pill, this and that, mm -hmm. girls playing games and they just want all the attention, right? Yeah. It's cool that you found a girl like just since freaking day one of high school that you just stuck with her the entire time. Yeah. So it's good that you didn't have to like um, pretty much experience like any bad things in terms of hang having a girlfriend. Yeah. And so do you have any tips for just the audience in general? Again, I know it's a bit different for you considering you had her from such a young age, but if someone, first of all, do you recommend having a relationship, especially um, if you're like trying to like build yourself up as a man? Mm. And secondly, how would you almost like go about um, getting one? I know it's different you being in high school, you yeah. probably met her um, in recess, I don't even know, but how would you almost go about that? Oh, well, first off, like the red pill, blue pill, I would say I'm blue pill. Are you? But I do, I do think that red pill, the whole like self-improvement stuff is super important. Yeah. I think every man and woman should be self-improving. So what do you, what's the definition of blue pill to you? Uh, I think just f finding a woman and doing like the nuclear family stuff, like mm. finding one woman that you love and building a family from that. Like the woman mm -hmm. like supports the man in like the, the household and then the man usually goes and does, makes the income. Isn't that red pill? I thought Is it? I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, that sounds good to me. Like, well, if it is, then I, the only thing I don't like about the red pill is like casting a net o o around all women and saying like all women um, sleep around and stuff like that, which is, I don't know. I'm just, I just like the, I just like the self-improvement stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can vibe with with the red pill. Everything else, I don't really listen to. What are your thoughts on Andrew Tate's kind of take on that? Having like multiple wives, this oh, no, and that. Because no, no, no. if if you have multiple wives, like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I have a question for you. I'm actually genuinely curious. I feel like we've okay. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you've been with her for a couple of years. Have you ever had the urge to go with it, like just maybe experience something new, or just like see someone else, maybe do this with some other person, this and that? Or you've never really had that thought in your mind? I think in high school, definitely when you're like peaking puberty, mm -hmm. it's definitely hard to hold on to a relationship because there's so many, like your home runs are going crazy and there's so many women around. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, no, I like, I, yeah, definitely in high school. I wouldn't say definitely, but 
in high school, like, I went to a few parties, but I never did anything. I, it was just, like, a thought, but I, I would mm-hmm. never do anything. Right now, definitely not in my mind at all. I'm super happy with Jesse, my girlfriend. Because um, I think the main reason we're still together is because she makes me happy, and I make her happy, and we both just push each other to be a better version of ourselves. So you guys trust each other, she trusts you, and you trust her. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's all you need. You don't need a whole list of yeah. stuff like, oh, you have to be six feet tall, you need to make 100K a year. Like, that stuff that women say, I just don't understand. Because if you find the right person, all that stuff doesn't matter. As long as they make you happy, they respect you, and they make you a better version of yourself. That's all you can ask for. Dude, you freaking won the jackpot there, man. I, did. I mean, I know, like. I don't understand, but. <laughs> I mean, like, you'd be surprised. There's so many, like, I would say women out there that probably aren't like your girlfriends. Definitely. So it's really cool that you found the one just from day one mm-hmm. and just stuck with her throughout the entire time. And so you would say she definitely supports you oh, with yeah. whatever goals you have when it comes to content, your calisthenic stuff, this and that. She's not too um, upset with that. No, 100%. She's all in it. And um, she's starting to hit the gym now more as well. Because I've been pushing her to oh really get healthier, and she takes it like a champ. Like if you say it nicely, um, like I'm not. <laughs> that was a weird way of saying it, but yeah, it's just like. What do you mean? Well, it makes it seem like I was calling her like overweight or something. Oh no no, no yeah no, okay. no I wasn't. That was not what I was trying to say. Um, she just wouldn't wouldn't be too consistent with the gym. Like she's always super fit. She's always has been, but now she's like going to the gym every other day, um, by her own motivation instead of me having to push it all the time. Is she in the calisthenics as well? Or she no, does? she goes to the gym. Just like lifting weights and stuff? Yeah, but she does like some calisthenics here and there. But for women, it's harder to do calisthenics because their upper body strength is not the same. Mm-hmm. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. So how, what would you say like your best piece of like, just relationship advice, um, like just in general for people out there watching? I mean, I think I already said it before. Like if you, if you just find someone that, like they don't have to be, you can't change someone. So if, there, if there's something about the person that like definitely irritates you you can talk about it but if they're not going to change because mm. you just can't change someone if if it's something that serious i can't think of a, of a good example right now but yeah like, it's like so- if you, you you know like right away like a couple red flags you'll notice mm-hmm. right and you can't necessarily change those things, oh, I, right? I think my, my biggest red flag would be like if she loves going out drinking I just don't vibe with that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Do like girls night out? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Girls night out is fine. But like going to the club and just drinking like every weekend, every, maybe like once a month is fine. But like every weekend. Do you have like a bad correlation with that? And maybe her hooking up with other dudes or? No, 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 not at all. I just like from like seeing that through TikTok Mm. and like other social media, like seeing how insecure guys can be when they like let their women um, just go out drinking by themselves. I don't know, I just, I don't like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think respecting each other is really important um, and trusting each other. But I think if a woman respects you, she wouldn't be going out doing that stuff in the first place. Mm -hmm. That's why I think Jessie, my girlfriend, tends to not do that. She's, She's a bit more like chill. She's just like staying at home with her dogs. That's pretty cool. Like she doesn't have the urges all the time to go out and drink some of her friends will push her to do that Mm. kind of but um she she has her own opinion she can she usually turns them down which is nice i have some questions for you so well i am the freaking host of the podcast this is a conversation this is a conversation damn okay because i don't want to get off the relationship 
part yet. Okay. Because from my perspective, look, like you being my brother, we didn't really talk much through high school. To be honest, like me and Cruz actually never talk. Like it sounds bad. Like obviously, well, like we talk here and there, but. Yeah, but we never had like a genuine conversation. No, this is probably the closest. This been. is the most I've ever talked to Cruz actually. <laughs> since since like we were young, like yeah. when we were young, we played around. But since then, yeah. I think when you were first starting high school, that's I think that's when you started like having like friends with girls. I'm just curious, like, have you ever had a girlfriend before? Um, I don't, what do you consider a girlfriend? So in grade eight. Um, I had a girlfriend for probably like 30 minutes. That happened to me once. Ooh. I asked her out and it was so weird. I asked her out in front of this other guy who had a crush on her as well. I don't know what I was thinking, um, but I was actually like really just like, just like upfront. Like I just talked to anyone in grade eight, yeah. which is actually quite funny because after grade eight, I started to be a lot more shy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that happened, but in grade eight, I was like just up front. I was like, hey, um, do you want to be my girlfriend? Just straight up. Yeah. Um, and she said, sure. And then she left because it was like at the end of the school time, whatever. She left and then I texted her like 30 minutes after. I was at basketball practice, I remember. I was like, um, I, I forget what I said, but basically I just broke up with her. I was like, yeah, this isn't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I felt like I got almost like pressured into like asking her because all my other friends knew I liked her. So I was like, okay, let me just ask her. Wow. And then I was like, almost like, to be honest, I think I was just like scared of just like having to like, be like a boyfriend in a way, like having to mm. hold her hands, maybe buying for this, doing that. Yeah. Just having the whole boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing, I don't think was for me, at least back then. I definitely felt that as well, because as soon as, I, after I um, asked out Jesse, it was like at the end of school, so after I asked her out, yeah. um, I just went onto the school bus and I just left. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did so, you text her at all? Or? Yeah, we texted, but I, I think it was like three months in. Or no, 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 okay, so we were supposed to hang out to the, watch the movies, um, that weekend, but I think we had to push it another week, so it was kind of awkward waiting for that first date because mm. we're like, are we are we dating or are we not? Because we haven't gone on a date yet. But it, I think it was three months in of dating. Do you think going to the movies is a good first date? No, it was terrible. I was gonna say you're literally just watching a screen. You can't even talk to her. Dude, I was 14, man. <laughs> Holy! Did um, you buy her popcorn? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was a while ago. Uh, did I? It doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, I think it was three months in when, because it was so awkward for the first three months, but I knew I liked her, mm. and I hope she liked me in the first three months. But I never kissed her. I, we never did anything for three months. And then, uh, like, a three-month anniversary is, like, I'm pretty sure is when we first kissed or something. Mm. And in high school, like, if you don't, because it gets so public, your relationship, like, everyone's talking to everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's so many people that are like, dude, she hasn't, like, kissed you. Like, he yeah. hasn't kissed her. Oh, you just break up. I find that really weird, but yeah, being a boyfriend at first, <laughs> especially when you're 14, is a lot of pressure yeah. in high school because everyone's just chatting, gossiping. Yeah, there's a lot of like just toxic toxicity going on. Yeah. Right? But to answer your question, like, no, I've never had an actual girlfriend. Okay. Do you want one? Um, to be fair, like, I don't actually think I do, to be honest. Um, I know I talk about this quite often, like, and I, I kind of joke about it too every now and then. But for the most part, it's like, especially now in my growing phase, I just know it'll be another distraction. Like what you kind of said, like I think an ideal kind of situation would be she supports you all the way. She drives you to become a better person, mm -hmm. better at business, better at this and that. And I mean, of course, if someone like that does appear in my life, then absolutely 100%. Yeah. But I don't really want to like take time away from time I could be spending on more productive things mm. than trying to like chase 
girls when in reality they may not be like the perfect woman for me in my situation right now yeah. right so that's that's really similar to how jesse james west was talking about it because he was on that grind he was at like a million subscribers i to be fair i'd never heard any of him say that so this is straight from my yeah, heart I, I know yeah. i'm just saying like i'm trying to relate because he was pretty much saying the exact same thing like he was blowing up and he's like, I have no time for distraction as like a girlfriend. And then he just meets this one girl for a video. And now they've been dating ever since. Seems like they're a good couple though, right? Like yeah, they're a good team. Because they're not, they're not like a distraction. They're pushing each other to yeah. be better. Like which, I said, that would be like absolutely ideal. That, exactly. Right? So as long as you're open to it, um, it'll come. Yeah, no, obviously I'm not going to like just freaking push girls away when I see them. <laughs> like, of course, yeah. I think it's absolutely beautiful to have a relationship. But again, I don't want to just like waste my time, waste my money. Um, on things that may not pay dividends in the future, right? I think really business-minded. Yeah, it's a business-minded guy. <laughs> it's an investment, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. You asked me the same question for the Andrew Tate like thing. Like, do you see yourself with only one person? Oh, in terms of a relationship? Yeah. Uh, again, well, do, you, do you believe that there's a, like the one for you? Yeah, for, I do. And I feel like this whole Andrew Tate thing, um, just to like put it out there, um, I really hope a lot of people don't get this idea that you can have multiple wives, mm -hmm. especially if you're a no one, because imagine, just put yourself in like a girl situation, right? Why would you want to share this person with some other girls if yeah, he's exactly. an absolute loser, right? Like if a loser cheats on you, it's like you're going to break up with him, right? Like from a girl's perspective. Yeah. Whereas, for example, someone like Andrew Tate, right? Like he's super successful, most Googled man on the planet, right? It's like that I can see it's somewhat acceptable to have like more women around you at least from his perspective yeah, but, and from the girl's perspective but that's, that's like, i don't think that's actual like a genuine love connection those are, that's mainly just like, yeah because they're women no and to answer your specific more question physical. like i myself don't really see myself doing that either like i i genuinely believe like i i'm a really just like romantic person i catch feelings like quite quickly actually mm. and once i like just I, like, I, I'll start, like, thinking about, like, when I meet the person, I'll, like, I start thinking some weird things, like, oh, oh okay. we'll, we'll name our kids this, we'll do that, right? So yeah, I yeah. get, I, ca I catch feelings quite quickly. Yeah. I've always been that way. So I don't see my, I could never have, like, two different people or three or four different yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Like, I could never do that. Just, like, the way I am naturally, um, just 100%, I know for sure will not be me. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you think it's because our parents have been together like most people get divorced really easily mm -hmm. but the fact that our parents have been together kind of like shows us that there are like yeah people like that that are the one do you think yeah i, I mean like, our, i think you think it's like based on the way you're raised i 100 percent think it has somewhat to do with that i mm -hmm. mean i look at my like mom and dad now and i had never really thought about this but i think they're just so awesome together like they both just kind of like know their own individual roles without having to like tell one another. Yeah. It's like, you'll like, this is just like just biological, right? But dad does all the work. Mom does the cooking. She does this. She does that. She does the planning. Yeah. And my dad just like, just like, just he just freak, shows up. He just does his yeah, thing, yeah. right? So it's, I think it's just cool how it's just like, they're naturally just a good fit. And 100%, like you just said, just being around that all the time, I think, again, go to show you that, yeah, they, it could work out with one mm -hmm. specific person for like decades on decades. And yeah, I 100% think that there is the one and just seeing our parents be like that since we've been children up until now, yeah. it's just absolutely awesome to see, so. Also, um, talking about like that multiple women thing. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, well, see, like what I see, once you hit like 30 or 40 and you've like done all your business stuff, I think the only thing that genuinely can fulfill your life 
is like starting a family. Well, I mean, I think that once you're 30, that's like 30, 40, that's when like in your, in your prime in terms of like... Yeah, but you've, you've built like, okay, so after 40. Okay, yeah. But like if you're after 40, like your sperm count kind of decreases. Mm. So you do want to like, I feel like starting a family and I, I, I generally want to have like as many kids as I want, like maybe like three or, or something as many as our parents did. But I think that's like the best way to like, as a final chapter mm. to like building a relationship is actually having a family. Because then, especially like our Katarski genetics are so superior, so you want to pass that on and like make sure like our you want to be selective, right? Well, yeah, like our our children are going to be like top athletes. Um, so I think just raising a family or having a family with my girlfriend is definitely what I see, and I think it's like it's exciting. Yeah, even though it's in like ten something years. But. You sound really mature for saying that. I haven't even thought about kids. Like no, I haven't even thought about any like, of that. I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, like to be fair, I've never even thought about these questions before. Yeah. So it's it's cool to think about. I completely agree with what you just said, just like being with one single person and again, just raising a family with that specific person. Um, I think it's just like part of just like life, right? Um, yeah, but that's slowly changing. Yeah. Like people are stop, stop, stop doing like the actual building a family, which I mean, for some people it's fine. Like they don't need to. But I think some people are like, getting programmed to like not want to build a family even though that's like the best one of the best things in life yeah yeah i mean i agree i think once you've built yourself up you found a good girl you want to settle down with i think that's just like the best kind of way to go to exactly. go about it yeah. because like i said I, I could not see myself having multiple wives and then like what having like freaking 50 different children it's like i don't see that yeah it's cool like i've never talked to you about this stuff mm -hmm. so it's cool like now we've got it on film oh yeah Lab we've got like similar similar minds yeah. okay so chris obviously being in this whole fitness niche the whole fitness industry change the topic change the topic yeah, yeah, yeah. so chris obviously being in this whole fitness niche fitness industry um there's a lot of people that look absolutely awesome with in terms of like their physiques or what weights they can push i'm not sure if it's the same with calisthenics but there's a lot of just impressive people mm -hmm. you see on social media and for a lot of us especially like if you're young it can be really cool just to like look up to those people and almost like be like those people. But then the more kind of research you do, the more you kind of realize that it's almost like unrealistic. And it's just, again, just like the expectations are just not really there in terms of like yeah. naturally. And so have you ever come across this whole, um, like just, just like hop, like hopping on something, like not mm. being like a natty anymore? Has it ever crossed your mind just to like take your thing to the next level or just to compete with all the other people in social media? Has it ever crossed your mind? And what are your thoughts about that in general as well? Oh, that's interesting because for me, from like the core of it, I'm a, I, I just like everything natural. Like not just like physique, but I don't like stimulants as well. Like I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I, I don't do like, I don't take pre-workout. Um, to be fair, pre-workout is still natural. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's got like caffeine. I don't know why caffeine to me sounds so like. I mean, it's a drug, but it yeah, is. Yeah, natural. but I just, I just like I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do any any stuff like that. I just love, I just like drink water. You sound so lame right now. I do, but like I still go to parties, but I'm I'm always sober. You're the designated driver. Exactly, but yeah, I just like that's the same stuff with PDs. Like I don't see the enhanced body as like. A good looking body like I can see like why so many people idolize like Seabum and all those other professional bodybuilders but <laughs> you're never gonna look like that because they have superior genetics besides the actual PEDs that they take yeah that's why you'll see or you always hear like Greg saying like even if you take PEDs most people that take PEDs 
look like shit. Yeah, I mean, I go to my gym all the time, and like, I know for sure people that take certain things. I mean, they're super open about it, yeah. and it's like I look better than you. Yeah, like their physiques are so average. Yeah, even. and then also it's once you've taken it, you're kind of like either yeah, either you have to take it all the time, or you have to like t- get off of it and hop on HRT or TRT to actually function normally. So mm-hmm. I just don't see like why even start, especially young age yeah i think that a big, makes no sense to me yeah especially at a young age there's a lot of like influencers that are quite open about it nowadays too that was, that, I, and i, I think like it's that. quite it, damaging it especially because most of the people that watch fitness stuff like it's not our parents age right they're yeah. like not 50 or 60 year olds who are mature are going to watch that type of stuff it's mainly like teens people you're in my age in their 20s and it's like you just like are super open about it and you, know, you have a great physique and people actually like you as a person like oh i want to look like you mm-hmm. and you're super open about it you take this and that i'm like oh i want to try this and that well, right? i think because from the very start it was very shunned upon to like not talk about mm-hmm, it yeah so now it's like everyone's talking about it and they think, all over tiktok i see yeah, it and then, then people think oh because i'm so open about it it's it's cooler but you're still yeah like, the transparency yeah, right? exactly but now you're pushing it so now more people know about it which for some people if they're like fake natties that's kind of stupid but now that it's like cool to be like actually unnatural and then it now it's just kind of like i see so many more people hopping onto it people genuinely say i'd rather live 40 years of my life jacked and like happy high testosterone this and that yeah. and then die right away instead of like living up to a hundred mm-hmm. and just like just maximizing as much as you possibly can naturally and just enjoying the journey and i think it all comes back to just enjoying the journey because i, I think this whole like again it depends on what your goals are of course mm-hmm. but i think this whole like pd thing the like unnatural thing it's just a shortcut to where you may eventually come up to in yeah. like a couple decades from now of course like you're not going to reach there naturally of course but like if you enjoy the journey like i freaking love going to the gym every single day i'll have the grind mm-hmm. of just like just like eating the food eating the protein sleeping i just love the lifestyle which is like lifting weights recovering this and that i just love the lifestyle so i don't really want to like cut myself short or just like shortcut it mm-hmm. i would so much rather go through the grind and go through the journey because once you are let's say at an arbitrary top and you look down you're like oh my god i've done all this hard work and it's just freaking awesome just to see how far i've come obviously i'm not degrading people that take stuff of course it's still hard work you're still working really hard but i just think it's just an awesome kind of journey to just like just do it naturally i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. i think also with calisthenics i don't know if it's not talked about but very almost everyone in calisthenics is natural because like because PEDs don't really... Doesn't help, right? Not really. It just increases your size in general. Yeah, and that's not really what you want. So that's why I think there's probably a few cal- like super popular calisthenics athletes that are performance that take performance-enhancing drugs, but those usually are the ones that focus more on strength. So like weighted calisthenics, like they'll do like 200-pound pull-ups. Those people are most likely enhanced. But the ones that do like freestyle and like static training, like do the cool skills, those people are definitely, in my opinion, natural and I think the word calisthenics means is like a Latin meaning for like beauty and strength. Mm. That's why most of the athletes that do calisthenics have a very like chiseled, not too big, but like a, a nice desirable. Yeah, physique. like a very very proportionate. Maybe mm. not their legs, but yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you guys don't train legs. No, no, no. But like, like their upper body looks like yeah. yeah that's why, um, yeah. But PEDs and calisthenics, I don't really see the need for it, especially with. Um, with calisthenics but I can definitely see like if you're doing bodybuilding mm-hmm. like those beginners hopping on like there's so much desire to like just all over take it and then psh, you'll have like 10 years of training in like six months or something 
Yeah, and especially as a young kid, it's like you haven't fully matured and you don't really know if you want to do this for the rest of your life, right? It's like you're 18, you're thinking about doing this type of stuff, and it's like you haven't even, you haven't even graduated high school yet. So yeah. it's like get a job first, figure your own life out first before you decide to do this and that. And one quick thing I did want to mention right away is that I used to work at a supplement store. I don't think I've ever told you this, but we actually did sell underground stuff. So I completely know everything about it. I know most of the things that people take and for what reason. So I know almost like the behind the scenes of like how it all goes down, who takes what, this and that, what each kind of thing does. So there's like a back room that people go to? It's literally just like under the desk. <laughs> yeah. And so it just, it's just a real good, it's an eye opener. It was a big eye opener to me because I before did not know a single thing about it. And once you almost realize the amount of people that take stuff, um, it just goes to show you that like anyone you see at the gym could be taking anything. And it's like, mm -hmm. again, it goes back to like, they're, they don't even look that good, to be honest. I mean, of course, for like some people that do look really good, but others, I mean, most of them actually that take stuff don't even look that good, right? So the biggest thing just for people watching right now, um, just like try to optimize as much as you can naturally, at least get to your genetic potential, at least have at least 10 years of training in you, just so you know um, that you'll actually be doing this in the future. Make sure like your diet's on point, your training's on point, your sleep is on point, your lifestyle's on point yeah. before you consider taking anything. Of course, this isn't like actual advice. It's just like, from me saying this out loud um but yeah me chris and i were not really for it we don't like to talk much about it this is probably the only time i'll ever talk about it to be honest but yeah just one quick thing i just want to like push out there before we move over to the next topic anything i just want to add before we move over i think in my opinion if you genuinely love going to the gym and you like the journey i don't see why you would actually be i think maybe it's just my opinion or the way yeah the calisthenics community is that it's just not, we don't really talk about it because it's not mm. really a thing um but it's just like, it's never really on my mind. Like if I never think about like, oh, if I take PEDs, I'll get this skill. Like this, that, right, that yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah. Cause it's all about like, like it's not, I don't know if PEDs like strengthen your tendons and joints as well. I definitely, what I've, cause there's a lot of people that get injured, right? Yeah. Like they'll start like lifting a lot of weight and then like their muscles may be able to handle it, but yeah. their like bones and connective tissues may not. And that's when you see like all these like injuries one thing that comes to mind is like the incline press of four plates and just oh, like his yeah. chest just freaking falls out. So I'm not really too sure. But well, I, see, that's why I think another reason why PDs probably won't even help or doesn't help as much because with calisthenics, a lot of the strength stuff or a lot of the higher skills really require your tendons, especially mm. your elbow tendons, to actually like take all that pressure. So even if like you're strong enough to do like a handstand you can hold your whole body weight but if you go horizontal into a planche there's so much stress on your shoulders and your elbows that you just need time and years of training it for your tendons to actually be able to withstand that strength with the the pressure so i don't think i, th I think that's why just peds aren't really used because this doesn't generally help as much as yeah just taking the time to actually slowly build up the connective tissue and the tendons. Yeah, that makes sense. One quick thing before we move over to the next topic is that I know being a calisthenics athlete is probably not something you see or like you, you're like pressured into doing because you probably don't see it all the time. Whereas when you're more into like the whole bodybuilding thing, you probably see more of like those enhanced physiques mm -hmm. and it's more tempting to um, like to do that type of stuff and you almost like feel like pressure it's almost look a certain way just to like keep up with everyone else and especially when it comes to social media getting more likes getting more followers yeah. this and that so it can definitely just like um pressure you in a wrong way and again going back to like myself like i've never really felt the need to do anything like that i'll be the first to admit 
I don't look the best when you compare myself to other influencers, especially at Alpha Land. Um, but for me, like I've never really had the urge to do that. As long as you are um, like going back to the whole like proud but never satisfied. If you're proud of what you've achieved so far, but aren't satisfied with where you want to be, that's all you really got to do. And as long as you just focus on yourself, um, there's no need to compare yourself to other people, this and that, social media, likes, followers. Like it ultimately does not really matter. As long as you just stay true to yourself and do what you genuinely enjoy doing, um, I think in, in terms of my opinion, I think you'll be good to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so one quick thing, Chris, before I let you off the hook, I kind of pressured you into doing this podcast with me, but... I think, no, I think I commented saying like, oh, you should get cruise on your podcast. Anyway, so one last question I do want to like leave off with, and this is a question I've been trying to ask everyone um, mm. that's been on my podcast. I've only asked Rupert this so far, but you'll be the second one. Oh, I so, don't actually know what this question is. I know, it's intriguing, right? Yeah. So what is one thing, and this could be in general, it could be about anything, but what is one thing that you fear the most? Oh my, I have like, I have a couple answers. Cause there's, I think yeah, I'm, I mean, you can give me like a stupid answer, like, oh, uh, I'm scared of snakes, whatever, but yeah. give me like an actual genuine. Okay. I'll, I'll give you like the, the funny answer first. So I have, I think, I don't know if you have the same thing. I don't know how popular it is, but I have this thing. I think it's called like trichophobia, where you, it's like the fear of small holes that freaks me out. Like if I see like a board or like, or like a coral that has like a bunch of tiny holes, it gives me goosebumps. It freaks me out. Like a piece of paper and it has like a small circle? No, no, no. It's got to be like an, a wide... Is it doesn't have to be like like can you poke your finger through it like one of those? I, I would have to show you some pictures, but it freaks like there's I think the grossest picture is like a hand that just had like a bunch of like holes in it. How do people like do you mean like zits or like no, pimples? No, 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 like genuine holes. How do people have holes in their hand? I don't. It could be Photoshop. But you I, guys have holes in your hands? No, no, no. It, was, it must have been like Photoshop. I'll I'll show you some pictures because it it gives me goosebumps. It's, that just freaks you out. It freaks me out. Like in like a scary, like in a scary way. Like yeah. <laughs> I've never even. I don't think it, I've ever. I, think, I don't know. It's so random, and also claustrophobia freaks me out. But being in tight spaces. Yeah. I think that scares me as well. To be honest. I remember like whenever we, I get like dog piled, like I would lay on, after like a soccer game or something, or like a goal, and people start jumping on me, and mm. I couldn't move. I would like almost have a panic attack. It, oh, damn. Yeah, it would freak me out. I think it's called trichophobia. I've never actually heard of that that's, before. That's interesting. I, th I think people listening would definitely, there's probably be someone that's got the same thing, but the, the fear of small holes. What would be like almost like, almost like a serious type of answer to this question? Mm. I know we can take this a couple of different ways. I think dying alone is very terrifying. Dying alone? Yeah. You want to die with someone else? Well, like, like together you mean or no, no no like if you die and like like if no one knows let's say like all your friends die before you and like your significant other dies before you you're just alone mm. maybe you have your children but they're not going to be with you at that age but like dying alone so you'd rather be the first one to die yeah <laughs> maybe not the first depending on how close we're talking about so you say you'd rather have for example like your wife die before you or you die you, before your yeah, wife exactly yeah. actually yeah. Your wife would be so, like... Yeah, be... but I would be dead, so why would I care? Damn! Well, like, if she dies before me, she's gonna feel the same way as me. But she's gonna be all alone, then. Yeah, but I, I would be all alone. Doesn't that freak you out, though? Doesn't that scare you? That's, like, that's not your biggest fear? If I were to die alone? Yeah. <sighs> Dying alone... Is... I don't think I'd... I... If you look at it that way, but don't you think you'd have, like... Not a replacement, but, like, more people, like, other people around? Like, I don't know. 
There must be always be someone there to just... Maybe, but I think dying alone is pretty scary. Okay, anyway, Chris, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Uh, we may do another one of these in the future. But before I let you go, where can people find more of your content? On YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It's all Cruz Katarski. So C-R-U-Z underscore Katarski, K-O-T-A-R-S-K-I. I would greatly appreciate it if you would uh, check them out. If you're into calisthenics, if you're not, it's totally cool. Um, but yeah, it was really fun talking to you. This is like the most we've talked. This is almost like an hour of talking. Yeah, this feels weird to me right now. I think that's the most, that's probably as long as we've talked in our 20 years of me knowing you together. <laughs> kind of cool, huh? But yeah, it's cool. Dude, it's my first podcast, so I'm ex- it's, it's been cool. Oh yeah, anyway guys, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to go give this podcast or video a thumbs up and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>